0: like, nobody really watched it except the one guy who does no sh** about endurance racing, so here we are. Antonio. <laughs> yeah, <bro. That's> <laughs> I don't know, man. He's going around the track, bro. I'm watching this. He's like, whoa. Dude, I yeah. even, watched it. Bro, I even watched it. Bro, I even watched the ELMS race, bro. I'm cooling. That was a four-hour race. I watched
1: wow. the whole thing.
0: That's great. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome
1: to the Lap Zero Podcast. This is Lap Thirteen. Can you believe it? Uh, my name's David. I'm joined by my co-hosts Antonio, Levi, and Norman King. Barber Week. We knew there, you were going to say it. There it is. Well, we've had a couple we- we've had a couple of weeks off. Um, going into some exciting stuff this weekend. Uh, we had Talladega, which was a, you know I guess a good hangover medication from some of the other races we've been talking about lately but um looking forward to some formula one and some indycar this weekend um anyway um it's daga week we can't wait any longer we need to talk
0: about some talladega talladega all right so lastest oval on the planet. talladega Dega was absolutely insane for a couple crazy wrecks um Overall, uh, I guess let's just go through the race results quickly. So stage one, we had your boy Chase Elliott after coming back off his injury. I know he was back at Martinsville, but he's also back at Dega. Uh, He had a good old stage win in stage one. Uh, Eric Almirola took stage two with uh, Chase Elliott up again in second, which was pretty cool. And uh, end of the race, ended under yellow, unfortunately, another super speedway race yet again ending under yellow. Uh, Funnily enough, Kyle Busch complaining about Bowman always backing in the wins, and then Kyle Busch backs into a win because the caution. Um, As usual, my love for Ryan Blaney, I still was crying at the end of that race because Bubba decided to throw the nastiest triple block, did not pull it off. That was bad. (laughs) Uh, I was was crying, but I can't blame Bubba, whatever, man. I mean, it's the end of the race. You got to throw blocks like that if you want to win, so. It is what it is. I mean, even Blaney said he was like, man, you can throw one, you can throw two, but you can't throw three. It's never going to work. So, uh, I'll just cry about it. It's all good. That was tough. Yeah, it was sad, bro. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. As a Blaney fan, I swear the guy's like the king of the runner up finish. It's actually depressing. Uh, no, overall, man, like it was a better race than most play tracks. I know we've been, uh, and I'm, again, they're not play tracks, but I'm going to keep calling them that because that's just what I'm used to. Um, it was a good race again overall. I mean, we had three lanes for most of the race. Um, still, the issue of the lanes not going to go anywhere unless you got a ton of guys behind you. You still can't pull out and make moves by yourself much. Um, overall, again, it was better than we've seen in the past uh, where they just single file it out. So I was happy to say, I, I don't think they actually went single file much at all, except for maybe the first stage, did they? Anyone
2: else? I mean, lives? it was on and off, but not really. No, no not yeah. like usual. Not, not as bad as it has been. Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, yeah, it was. It was nice to be completely honest with you. Um, nothing too insane happened throughout the race. Um, the Xfinity race was a, amaz- like insane. There were so many wrecks. It was pretty tame the first like stage or two, and then I can't remember when that one guy I can't remember his name flipped like seven times. If you haven't got a chance to look at the replay, that was definitely, horrible. Definitely go look at that. That was like insane. I was like, holy cow. Walked away fine. I think they went to the infield care center. I think he might have gone to the hospital to just get checked out, but I think he ended up being all good. Uh, there was a crazy wreck in the uh, cup race uh, with Priest and Larson. Uh, so I can't remember what it all happened there. I think when Bubba threw that block, somehow Larson ended up getting turned into the infield. You know, tires ended up gripping up, so it ended up overcorrecting him back up in front of the field. Priest was trying to gun it to make it through the wreck before he came up end up mistiming it you know easy error to make it was a split second decision and uh he was pretty much full beans right into the passenger door of uh larson's car and, and actually did compromise the roll cage which was a pretty gnarly hit uh glad to say they're both they're both good but if you look at the uh, in-car camera priest, he he got shaken up pretty hard like it almost hitting the friggin steering wheel kind of hard so that was a nightmare man he hit so hard his
1: visor flew up on his helmet yeah that's a hard hit dude
0: yeah and i mean it's crazy to look at visors and and you know you look at it and it probably looks worse than it was but i i mean it's it's not that uncommon for a visor to flip up during a wreck because usually they got it propped open a little bit for anybody who races you know you keep it propped open here so that it doesn't like fog up or anything even if it's sunny out and stuff um but yeah no it's, he definitely there's a lot more head movement than i would have liked to see there um i mean the hans did his it was job violent, man he didn't hit the steering wheel so that's a good sign um That was like, that was like a nightmare
1: that the, the, uh, the dashboard view of priest's car hitting Larson's car was like something out of a nightmare. It came out of nowhere. It was like,
0: yeah, it, it would be a hard wreck to recreate. It's not often you see someone going full beans slam into the side of another car who comes up out of nowhere. Um, but it's good. Uh, I, I did see NASCAR did take the car back to the R&D center. They also did get a hold of Priest's car, as well as... I'm, I'm going to have to get his name from Xfinity. I apologize. I can't remember who it is. But uh, the guy who flipped like seven times, they also took his car to R&D. Happy to say all three of those guys walked away, which is awesome to hear. Um, Other than that, I know... Uh, I guess that, that pretty much sums it up for the races. I didn't get a chance to see much of the... Tr- Truck. Oh, actually, Truck didn't even run, did they? They didn't run Talladega. No. Which is weird. I thought they normally would run all the play tracks, but maybe it's a Arca money, ran with money, them. Money savings thing. I, I didn't get a chance to watch Arca, so if anybody knows anything, feel free to hop in and talk about it. But yeah, my boy Frankie
1: Muniz.
3: Oh is a, yeah. Is a
1: Arca star, man. This guy leads the points. Did he win Dega? I know he did well. Uh, but yeah, if you didn't know malcolm in the middle frankie muniz is a race car driver he's, and a successful one he's man He's malcolm at the front
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was a horrible one joke you know,
1: sorry <laughs> I, i've never thought about a joke but it makes me wonder how many people have made that joke to that man <laughs> hey how you feel about being malcolm at the front
0: oh god malcolm in the front anyways i want to find his
1: finishing position anyway yeah uh this this guy just as a not as an actor but as a race talent um is uh something to watch he is officially the points leader after talladega in the arca series for that's killer man Kinda good cool, him. he looks happy as hell too like he doesn't look like uh old coley McCulkin, who's oh. like from the same age and now he looks like a, like a walking cigarette like yeah now walking not a a cigarette good like Frankie Muniz, like he looks healthy, he looks happy and it's cool. I was a big fan of him as a kid, so.
0: Yeah, without, uh, without getting too deep, I guess, into it, because I know we've, we've touched NASCAR a lot, uh, recently just because again, it's on every week, so there's always lots to talk about, but I did want to bring up briefly, um. I don't know if most of you guys watch or listen to Denny Hamlin's podcast. If if you don't, again, I do recommend uh, listening to it. It's called Actions De- Detrimental. Hard word to say. Um, so he he was bringing up something about the uh, talks with Goodyear, and um, I don't know if you guys know, but previous in previous years they would typically have uh you know numerous tire compounds to choose from throughout the year because you know each surface is different depending on the track you go to like you could go to something and this is paraphrasing kind of what he said but he you could go to Richmond and you could go to Phoenix and even though they're a similar style length uh, track the surfaces are entirely different and will drive entirely differently and wear a tire differently so um, he was mentioning uh, they have been working on getting a a better tire compound they did go harder this year um, and last year just due to uh, you know it being the first year of these cars so second year of these cars now and uh they wanted to take it a little easier not have tire problems on top of what's already going to be car problems uh so there is you know chances for the future here to have uh tires um that are going to start wearing more because we as we all know the more the tires wear the better the racing is the more um gap there is over the run like from start to finish the fall-offs going to increase which again makes saving tires more important it actually brings strategy into it of setting your car up for the short run setting it up for the long run um so he said he left the conversation feeling re- really good about it which is good because that's not something he says very often and that's not a shot at him it's just you know sometimes the talks don't go the way that you want them to but as a driver if he's happy about it i thought that was some good news and that might help potentially improve the racing um you know, without having to give more horsepower. Not that that's what we want, but we know NASCAR's not really moving on that. So
1: I have not listened to Action's Detrimental lately, but the couple episodes I have listened to, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of Denny as a personality. I wasn't really a fan of him
3: until I started listening to his podcast, I'll be honest. Yeah, I was not um, early in his career, honestly. Uh, could stay stand the guy, but he's wearing on me. I think it's just because he's becoming one of the older guys now, you know, so... I don't know if I just got used to him or whatever. Um, I don't think that'll ever happen with me and Logano, unfortunately. Oh come ah. on! <laughs> yeah, he's got those cute little kids and and
1: a nice hairline
0: and a modest looking
1: Gotta wife. Go, go, like got, how can you go, not like that hairline?
3: We
0: were all happy to see him go around in State Street. Let's put that way. I'm just <laughs> saying. Oh,
3: by the way, yeah, touch on bummer. that for a minute. So, was it lap two that McDowell went around? Was that a... Tired? that went flat or what was that about he was like the first caution 34 car he
1: just, just likes throwing 360s man i he like, yeah, slapped or two. me in bristol
3: i don't understand but anyways that was just kind of weird to me I just, I just kind of i don't know why that clicked in the back of my mind
0: i think it was some kind of uh issue and and circling back quickly your comments on danny I still, I'm like, I'm on the fence about the guy. I think I like him a little bit better now because he's one of the only drivers who's really speaking up about stuff. Um, so in that, I'll back him. Um, I think his personality has gotten a bit better. Now, does he do sometimes questionable stuff on the racetrack that could potentially make him seem hypocritical and stuff like that? Yeah, of course he does. But like, if I put it this way, I- I'm at the point with certain guys where I'll, I-, I would like not even want to go talk to them if I saw them in public, even though they're a NASCAR driver. Denny is not at that phase. I would, I would go see him. Um, someone like, and I don't know why, but someone like Kevin Harvick, I wouldn't even go look at. So. Wow. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't well, know. I don't I'm, like I'm the fair. guy. I've never have for some reason. Um, okay. Even even okay. I, I would like to go see Logano though because he's okay. like Just enough. <laughs> enu- he's just enough of a head that I actually like him. I don't know why. He's got That'd that head Harvick. personality. I love him. No man, I'm just telling you. He's he's hilarious, man. Because. He admits that, like, he's openly two-faced, which, I mean, you need to be as a race car driver, but no, he's hilarious, man. I freaking love the guy.
1: I love Joey Logano, dude. I do. Uh,
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I I don't get upset when I see him spinning backwards and, you know, in the middle of the pack at Talladega, but at the same time, it's not like I'm preying on his downfall or something like that. Like, if he does well, it's like, okay, cool, Penske's doing good. I support my other Penske homies. And if he dies and spins, yeah, I die is a bad word to use, but if he spins in a race, <laughs> something like that, I'm just like, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. You know?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think. One How of, do you guys feel? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say this to one of the guys I always see that I'm like, man, I could chill with him. I think that's true X. I think I, I, think oh, I yeah. would do it true X. You see him so much chill, some dude. Bears, yeah. Go fishing. That, that beard is, that peppered beard is just legit, dude. Got to go on. Yeah.
0: Crack some butt. I mean, Coors Light. Yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> Careful What do y'all think about the uh, Gregson Chastain
0: incident Um, I think that That was on Gregson uh, I At first I looked at it and I was really? like I was like, I, first, I was like of course Chastain Goes and shoves it in but no man Gregson left the door open I mean you'd be stupid To not take the middle lane if you move up with him uh, The guy behind you is just going to throw it in Anyways so what's the point I think you're dumb for opening the door. That's my opinion.
3: Oh, man. Yeah. You can't I can't open the door. I mean, it's restrict player. Whatever you call that. You know what I mean? Uh, plate racing. Plate racing. Someone I know
1: likes to say race someone like you like to be race. Right, Norman? Yes, sir.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know. I didn't like it. I thought it was a crappy move from Ross Chastain personally, but. I honestly didn't go back and watch it because I was so blind with rage. So <laughs> I, I like Noah Gregson. I'll say that too. I like all the people that are that are like I don't know. I like the personalities. I'll be honest, not because I'm a fanboy, but like guys like Gregson and guys like Logano. Like I don't know, they need that fire. I don't like guys like Ty Gibbs and like all of these like I'm a race car driver and my grandpa gave me some money and like like I comb my hair perfectly and I drive. Normal, like I don't know. I don't like that. I want some hot-headed guys in NASCAR. We got enough of that Formula One and Indy and stuff. Like I want, I want the guy like No. Gregson with his hairy chest poking out, you know, sweat dripping off after the race. Like, yeah, you know, that's a good. That's NASCAR.
0: I man. want someone like Josh Williams, man. That guy's awesome. Oh, I'm telling you, see, like that's <laughs> a
3: big, yeah. big, big fan. Yeah. Where's that guy from, anyways? Like, what's his hometown? Josh. Let me go look. Josh wills will williams wilson what was his name again i'm gonna bet already forgot the mullet says florida no they got a few of those
1: around here in okie town
0: or charlotte florida Uh, oh
3: (laughs) winter, winter chicken dinner you
1: can definitely google it he just seems like a florida man yeah i don't know why
3: dude if he wouldn't have flicked the old mullet while he was walking to the pits you know getting it all (sighs) cleared out
1: i'm working on mine right now hashtag grow for
0: josh <laughs> start a new movement oh man he actually ran the bristol dirt race in 2022 i don't know if you guys know that i'd never seen that no i just was uh looking at his wikipedia page that was here. pre-public mullet
1: flick yeah, yeah i did not know of the man i didn't know I did until he either. crawled
3: out of that car and he crawled into my heart he did <laughs> run. <laughs> <laughs> he ran out of the rowel too which
0: is funny I th- well that's just about covers it all pretty much for NASCAR. Do we wanna maybe jump into uh I know we got some Formula One we want to cover and I know my man Levi's itching to talk about it.
3: Yes, sir. Yeah. Um F one is back finally. It has been a long time coming for the uh F one. We're we're back at Baku. Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Um 51 laps on Sunday, that'll make up the Grand Prix. Uh, a little technical the tracks over six kilometers long why does everyone always put that in there do we really need to know how long the circuit is if they're gonna go really are we, fast are we sprint racing next week or no or oh, sorry this week we're gonna go. get into that dude let me tell you so oh, man uh, yeah get ready go ahead and take a I'm seat ready put your seatbelts on boys so this is the first of six of the uh, sprint weekends we're having this year um it just went live literally a couple hours ago Norman we were kind of chatting about it pre pre uh recording but uh it was on, off, nobody really knew, and it has just now kind of dropped that, uh, as we're recording about two hours ago, that we will have the new Sprint shootout format. I don't know if oh. you guys have heard about this. No. Um, I'm Googling it as we speak. Well, I'm going to run you through it because I think it needs to be ran through. I'm sorry. Just, you just going to have to deal with me. So I'm dealing with yeah, you. Yeah, I know. It's first time they'll ever have this kind of format. It's kind of crazy, weird. I don't really get it. Some of the racers don't get it. Um. But anyways, here we go. So I'm going to read kind of a little stance on it. The new schedule will see Friday's qualifying session set for the grid for Sunday's race. So Friday's qualifying will be for Sunday's race. Saturday will now feature a standalone double of the sprint shootout to dictate the order for the shortened 100-kilometer race that follows. So I'm going to break it down day by day, and then we'll go into it more. But Friday, there's going to be a practice. It's the only practice of the weekend. 60 minutes. That's the only practice they get after that. What part four? But like they can't touch the cars, I guess, right? And then uh, they that's will, yes, yeah, and and then they will qualify for the Sunday Grand Prix on Friday, and then we'll move to Saturday. They're going to have a sprint shootout. Um, it'll be split into three parts, each of them being shorter as they go. The final is eight minutes long, and the last one will be only have ten cars in it, similar to Q one, Q two, Q three. Um, And that will set the sprint race grid, but only the sprint race grid, but the standalone qualifying for the sprint race. Then later on, they will have the sprint race itself. With me so far?
1: Yes. (laughs) And the sprint race, the sprint race finishing
3: position has no implications for Sunday's race. It has no implications, although the, the winner of it will have an eight points. For first place and then it goes down um one point one through eight's the only one to get uh the uh points on that day so hold on um, unless hold you on. wreck your car then you're just
1: like
0: screwed get a backup i don't no man they're just trying to wreck cars sounds like yeah, that's so so hold on i'm a hair confused so wait friday we have just practice and that's it you said right no no, no. practice and qualifying for sunday's race so we got practice and we're going to just call Grand Prix qualifying. And then we go into Saturday and we have a sprint, like, like a sprint qualifying, but it's a legitimate, like other qualifying for the sprint race.
3: Yes. You have your own qualifier for the sprint race all done on Saturday. And then is there sprint race their
1: shootout? Yes. Wait, so explain the shootout thing again. So the shootout's just so the like- The shootouts are races? No,
3: it's qualifying sessions pretty much. It's Q1, it SQ1, SQ1, SQ2, SQ3, Q one, two, and three. S Q one, S Q two, and S Q three, because they got to make it cute, you know, because it's F one. Oh, uh, okay. But they're going to be shortened. You know what I mean, and each getting shorter as they go. So you get two laps, pretty much. The last one is going to be an eight minute long deal where everybody, ten cars, eight minutes. That's not very much time for you to get a clean. Yeah, that's. I almost kind of like that though. That's a
0: shootout and a half. They're not kidding. I almost like that better, man. Sometimes I'll be watching qualifying, and it's just like all they do is they make two runs. And no matter how long the gap in the middle is, you're just sitting there waiting for the
3: next run anyways. That's all it is. But, like, <laughs> 8 out of 20 are, are the only ones going to get points. You know what I mean? Like, you're doing all this for 8 guys to get points with the 8th place guy getting 1 point. And everybody else doesn't get nothing for doing all this. And it has... I, I like that... Okay, so what they've done is they've done this to change... The, you know... um, you qualify really didn't mean anything because the sprint race is what set the grid, right? So they tried to change that because I was kind of griping about it because we've numerous times now we've had guys getting to the sprint race with a penalty, and if they're like max, they just run to the front anyways. So the penalty was really, you know, in qualifying really didn't mean nothing. So they could be a douche in qualifying because they know they're gonna run to the front anyways. So I, I I agree with trying to fix that, and I think that's part of it. The other part of it is with giving points and, and not having any bearing on Sunday, Sky Sports, a couple of the other people have said that F1 has said that this may uh, make them get a little more dicey, maybe get a little, you know, but I I just don't know if they will because they, I think you're still racing for Sunday. Yeah, man, totally. You have to finish, you have to finish
1: the sprint
0: race if you're going to have any chance on Sunday. We can't bust the car up either. So, so they're still going to, wait, hold on. So I'm, I'm a
3: tad confused. See the, see the problem. Yeah. So I don't know about. What you're trying to say, I think, is if you wreck your car, what do you do for Sunday? Because you're part Fermi, do you go to the back? So it can have bearings on Sunday. Technically. Yeah, or if you just wreck your car. But the race and the qualifying itself has no bearing whatsoever. Yeah, do they... Yeah, do they... That's
1: good, though. I like that better, too, Levi. I like that better, too. I did not like the fact that Sprint winner decided the pole position for Sunday and we threw who could run the fastest lap on low fuel out of the window because that's traditionally forever how we decide who starts the race on Sunday because to win a race you have to have both skills right like you have to be very quick by yourself and you have to be able to retain that lead and I thought the sprint race kind of took that away because you could have some stupid crash in the front and then you know joe Schmo starts on pole and then max wins anyway like that sucks yeah anyway i like it better
3: but that's it's so it's that's why i wanted to kind of a like, little it's a lot that's why i wanted to kind of chop it up and block it off because it is a lot it's something new we haven't seen this um sprint format was kind of pretty self-explanatory right you're going to qualify and then we're going to race and whatever the race finishes you do sunday this is a little different uh, well, let's see how it comes out. I mean, I think we all know who's probably going to be the front still, but yeah. It's, it's, it's odd to me that they didn't just take the
0: format that they use in F2 and F3 and just regurgitate it. Like it works perfectly fine. Like, I don't know if you guys watch F2 and three races, but the format I thought's awesome. They basically do, um, you know, you're qualifying, they'll do a sprint race, but for the sprint uh, but you're, you're so basically quality will set the grid for your Sunday feature race and then your sprint race will be determined by this that grid from qualifying and they'll usually do an invert so say top 12 get inverted or something like that because then it'll make it interesting like imagine max qualifies on pole and then you start him 12 for the sprint well now he's got to work his way up through the field if he wants to get more points kind of thing right so I feel like you keep that like entertainment side of things well still keeping it competitive and actually still getting points and not ruining Sunday unless you wreck kind of thing. I don't know.
1: It's going to be interesting to see. I don't know. I think I'm with you though, Antonio. I don't know if it'll, I think it, I don't know if it'll produce more aggressive racing on Saturday. I think the points are great, but like, yeah, or I guess I'm with every you
2: too, Levi, because yeah, like we're racing for Sunday still, right? Yeah. What does Norman think about it? I want to take another side of this, another thought. And it's not going to be like this for the rest of the these sprint weekends that we're going to have but for this one something that i think a lot of people aren't thinking about is we have one practice we also have a lot of teams bringing upgrades to this race you don't like you get 90 minutes to test out your upgrades and then you're thrown straight into qualifying qualifying again and then two races yes qualifying I, for sunday well, and
3: one more Friday is only a 60 minute practice. So 30 of that. Oh, up. <laughs> it's, it's
2: not even 90 minutes, 60 minutes. No, sir. You get 60 minutes to try to get your driver and everyone used to whatever upgrade you're bringing. Yeah. And if you get it wrong, you get it wrong for the whole week, for every qualifying and race that weekend. I don't really like the part Fairmay stuff, man. I hate that you're locked.
0: Like, I, I get it. You don't like, I, is it just for? Qual- like after qualifying normally? Is that how it works, Park Ferme?
2: Yes. Yeah. After qualifying so,
0: runs, Park Forme is set. This is I, I feel like you should be able to change it after the first race if we're doing like especially if you're taking it out a practice. Like what you you're just saying, okay, my setup's junk. I guess we're screwed the whole weekend. Like, no? Am I wrong?
1: No, I'm with you. I mean, it's I guess if I'm a sucky team, I wanna keep it. You know? Cause I feel like it'll level the playing field a little bit. Like you can rely on being good and having better engineers. Like if you're Williams or whatever, you can invest in engineers and rely on nailing it better than other teams will. But no, it seems, seems a little off.
2: No, I think how I always thought they should have done the sprint races is Friday <laughs> should have been free practice one and free practice two. Give them their two practices without part ferme. Then qualify Saturday morning and run the sprint Saturday afternoon. Then you have your race Sunday. So then part ferme doesn't happen after practice one.
3: So just, just, to verifying sky sports anyways is uh, reporting that they will be in part ferme as soon as that 60 minute practice Friday is over.
2: Wow. Oh, I thought it was like once qualifying starts. I don't think the way I read it was, um, and
3: I don't want to lie to you. You know, that's not what we're into here. So (laughs) lie to me, but, uh, yeah, no, they verified it. It was kind of a, how do you call it? Kind of a push out of this deal. I think they already had it set up waiting for it to go. Teams and drivers will now have just Friday's opening 60 minute practice session to work out their car setups for the remainder of the weekend. Whoa. I think that's what that would mean. That's going to be interesting. Who's bringing upgrades? Do we know? So the one I do know, um, of course, everybody's bringing a little bit because they've had such a long break. There is some. But Mercedes is the one that I like. I'm not a big Mercedes fan, but I do want to touch on that. Um, Before I do, one thing they are going to change about this uh, qualifying sessions um they can use whatever tires they have available for the first one for sunday's race which is fine uh but for the shootout they'll have mandatory new sets for every qualifying session sq1 will have a new set sq2 will have a new set sq3 will have a new set the first two will be on mediums the last one with 10 cars will be on the uh the reds the softs not a big deal I, I guess that means that those tires that are given to them for the shootout qualities will not go into their tire counts, is the way I'm taking that. I haven't seen that posted anywhere, huh? But, anyways, just just throwing that out there. But to what the upgrades, go ahead.
2: Sorry. What's interesting about that, Levi? And we'll see once we get into the weekend. Is are those medium tires faster on lap like lap two or three? in the run than they are on lap one. Like, take a little bit longer to get up to temp and get that grip in. Are people going to try to go out and try to run multiple laps and not just one lap and then spacing on that track? Because you get stuck behind a car trying to warm up a tire in the castle section, you ruined your whole speed lap. Yeah, there's a lot of places to ruin a speed lap on
3: this track, honestly, um, compared to some of the other ones.
1: But yeah, it looks like It looks like Ferrari's bringing an upgraded diffuser to Baku. And then Alpine is, according to these articles I'm reading, Alpine's going kind of all in with their Baku upgrades. They're really expecting um, to close the gap with upgrades coming in Baku. So if you're a betting person out there, Alpine in the top 10 might be a decent bet, if you believe in their technical crew. If they can stay away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good. We're seeing a lot of upgrades. I mean, this always happens. I think we see the grid level out, and I sincerely hope we see McLaren step up a little bit. I don't. Uh, I don't. Okay, they got rid of my boy Ricardo. I don't care. (laughs) They're downplaying their Baku upgrades, according to motorsport.com. They're saying that it's not going to make a huge difference, but I like Lando Norris, and I secretly kind of hope that i like zach brown i like all the mclaren and what they're doing in indycar and like i like that whole universe so i hope we see them succeed a little more um i think we see ferrari get faster
3: we we have to right well i think for f1 no. and mclaren i don't i don't think that they have much money to play with honestly i think there's something going on that we're not seeing it seems like they're getting out outplayed money wise here um it's like they they keep saying they're downgrading their upgrades. Well, it's because they're not doing much um, compared to the other teams. But well, it's because they got bought out by that man. middle eastern firm or whatever. Yeah, Mercedes is making some big changes. They uh they actually got James Allison back as technical director, um, which was oh, the one James, which was the godfather of the W eleven, which was you know kind of a big car back in the day. You know, it kind of did some good. Um. Anyways, they got him back. They feel real good about that. And uh, they're also bringing upgrades supposedly that will, in quotes, synergize with the upcoming bigger changes at MOLA. Imola, sorry. Um, the biggest changes this weekend will be the rear suspension, hats, uh, rear end damper shock springs, whatever you want to call that. Just the rear end is going to be reworked. And they're rumored to have a new wing. Now, if you know F1, they can have a new wing, and I can't tell the damn difference okay <laughs> look at this brand new wing and it's like where i don't what well if you
1: look i'm at so it, glad you said yeah, that dude, as, a, I, as an f1 fan like i try not to say that
3: like oh yeah like the cars look so different but no oh, they, they don't <laughs> it's like but okay so you know what i mean so they that's a rumor too so i don't even know if that's true but um the big the big talking point for me is kind of like the team points is just blowing my mind right now because i think we all know the ferraris Got a chance to do pretty good, but they just having their issues. They're fourth in points behind Red Bull, Aston Martin, and Mercedes. Um I think it would have changed. Signs did file an appeal for the last race. Um, but as fast as it was filed and heard, it was denied. So didn't didn't it win anyways. Um unfortunately they did have a double DNF here last year, so only up from here, boys. With your Ferrari, yeah, I was gonna thing. say
0: we got nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, not to not to uh, hop on the Ferrari train and defend the uh, the topic and be biased or something. I I was like, we it was a little strange that they didn't um go into that penalty more because I do think regardless of who got that penalty, it did seem pretty harsh for the circumstance. I feel like there should be like a better alternative to something like that because I, I I feel like it. You shouldn't get penalized more or less versus a safety car coming out and a safety car not coming out because, like, that's that's a huge penalty. I mean, you could go from first to, like, 10th or something depending on how it goes kind of thing, right? So, yeah, and, yeah. I don't know. I did think it's worth looking into. Like, I mean, I get it. They don't have to change it this year, but even at the end of the season, it'd be worth looking into, like, something better for that circumstance because it's definitely going to happen again at some
3: point. Yeah, I'm a middle of the road Ferrari guy, but I don't. I don't think that was so open shut. Signs his fault there. I mean, maybe I didn't see it right, but I tried to watch. watched all the ones I give us, and I went back and forth. But I tried to like, I tried to see where it was just open shut. His fault, and I, I was about like him. I mean, I was, you know, I was at my own home in my ca- on my couch like he was in the car. I'm like, no, 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 no. They need to go back and look at that again. But how many times have we seen that caller racing incident? yeah exactly yeah that was, on one of those tire ones.
0: that was one of those ones that go either way it's hard to say but yeah no I, i'm w- i'm with you on that like me personally i would have probably thought that was a racing incident um and that's not being biased i just felt like from his point of view especially if you watch his onboard it's it almost looks more like alonzo came and just cut across his nose now obviously you could see he the the um trajectory of going through the corner he took he just wasn't possible like i don't think it was physically possible for him to go outside more and cut in which would have not made him wash out as much but it was one of those things you're fighting for the same real estate and it's cold tires and it's right after a red flag so uh or whatever we had i can't even remember at this point yeah but, that was a bunch of stuff yeah yeah that was like you know a month ago because you know we got a really good schedule here for no i'm just, I'm just kidding but uh yeah, right yeah <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, it's one of those ones I guess that could have gone either way, and I'm not really upset that it goes either way, Uh, like if he just got the penalty like normal. But because of that circumstance, I do think it's something they should visit at the end of the season and be like, hey, we should probably think of some better alternative, even if it's, like, a grid drop next race because that was pretty harsh.
3: Yeah, it was silly. Yeah. And one more note on, I think, Dave was saying uh, Alpine's bringing some big changes. Uh, Looks like they may be hopefully um, getting in the mix with the – other other top cars is what I guess what I'll call them at this point. <laughs> Non-Red Bull top cars. Uh, but They've been honestly sorry
1: this season so far. Yeah,
3: but the problem is Pierre Gasly has two points left uh, before he's got to set a race, boys. So we got to keep that in mind. He's got to be mm. careful. Yeah, I know. He's got to be careful, Um, which is... It's been a while, I think, since we've actually seen that. I wish I would have looked that up to see when the last time somebody actually had to set four penalties, but... Uh...
1: Alright, we're going to do in it, been it, or win it for Formula 1, but we're changing it up a little bit. We're going to do a point scoring system. We're going to keep score throughout the year. Yes, I'm going to go back and tabulate pre- previous episodes. And uh, so if you guys want to chime in, you know, chime in, but this is how it's going to work. So Red Bull, we've all kind of agreed is um going to Red Bull. Red Bull's going to Red Bull. So win it now excludes Red Bull drivers. Oh. It is. <laughs> uh-huh. How surprising. The win it will now be whoever scores the highest other than Red Bull, okay? In it is going to be anyone who scores points in the top 10. We cannot choose the same Winnit or Init driver amongst the four of us. Bennett will be a DNF. We can choose the same Bennett driver. If we all feel like, oh... Why does Yuki come Yuki, to mind immediately? every time. Right? It's like a media. It's like Bennett's Yuki. Bennett, Sonoda. Yuki. Like, <laughs> like, all right. So if we all choose Yuki, that's totally fine. And we'll all get the points. So boys. if, yes. If you if you pick the win it driver, you get a point. If you pick an in it driver, you get a point. If you pick the DNF or Bennett driver, you get a point. We're going to keep score until the end of the season. If you guys want to keep score at home with yourself, keep score at home. But uh thought we'd spice up In it, bin it, or win it a little bit. So, Antonio, you being the A in the family, no pun intended. How about you start us off with some in it, bin it, or win it Formula One style for Azerbaijan.
0: All right. I guess I'm doing it. Uh, So, which order do we want to go Do we want to start with bin and go up to win or start with win and go down to bin? What's up to you, buddy? I think this is your world, buddy. This is America, at least where we live. Yep. So Let's start. With some Bennett action, Um, you know what, man? I think we're on a good wave here with uh, Leclerc, so I'm gonna pick him to Bennett. I'm not gonna lie, (laughs) (laughs) I've I've lost, I've lost all faith. I don't think it's his his fault, but the dude has about the worst luck on the grid. So I think it's a fair, it's a fair way to get some points for me. So I'm gonna pick Leclerc as my Bennett. Um, (laughs) for for in it, um. I'm gonna pick uh who's gonna be in it? Let me think here. Points. I'm yeah, just in the points. It's bro. just points. It's just points. Alright, I'm gonna think Mr. Carlos Sainz is gonna come back with a vengeance. Uh so he's gonna okay. be in it. And you know what? I'm gonna take a complete gamble and I'm gonna say Mercedes upgrades go really well. And I think our boy George has been clapping ham jams cheeks the whole time. So I'm gonna go <laughs> with George Russell to be my winning option, and by winning I mean he's going to finish third. So
3: <laughs> you, you still somehow <laughs> pick two Ferraris, but none of them to win it. No, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a trend.
0: It's going to be a trend.
1: I guess. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Um, Bennett, I can pick a Red Bull driver to Bennett, and I'm going to pick Sergio Perez hey. Bennett. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think guys got it. You know. He's got so much to prove this season and going into this race, I think we might see him make some questionable moves. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's a a higher probability of Perez to put it in the wall than other drivers this race, personally. Um, In it, uh, I'm going to go with an Alpine. I'm going to say Pierre Gasly in it. Um, I think we see him finish hopefully about 7 or 8 in the race with their upgrades. I've always loved Old Pierre, I think he's gonna do well. And then win it. Um I'm gonna take the opposite of Mr. Antonio. I think this is Charles Leclerc's redemption at Baku. I think we see him do really well. I'm actually can I get an extra point if I call position? I think we see Leclair
3: in second. No in this race. but I appreciate that. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. Um I guess I'm up. Let's see, Bennett, I'm riding that Yuki train all the way home, baby. He's gone a Bennett one of these days. <laughs> Let's go, Sonoda. Wreck that bad boy. Make it good, too. I want to see some Come on. white carbon fiber flying everywhere. Uh, ah, yeah, In it, a in it, uh, little more tricky. I mean, it's top 10, but uh, I want to make it a good one, you know? Uh, yeah, probably stroll. I'm gonna I'm gonna do an Aston Martin one-two on my little pick because it's stroll, and then to win it too is easy. Mr. Mr. Alonso,
0: and who and just
1: and seems
3: as, as spry as he was when he was younger for an old fellow. God, I love that guy. Good man. hair, right? Good hair. More hair than I remember. I'm telling you, it's funny how that works, right?
1: With great race car drivers, so I'm not being how a they helmet? get more
3: hair over oh. time, and not less. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mine's going away. I'm only forty. He's just killing it.
2: Anyways, Norman, you're up, bud. Well, um, I guess I got to follow Antonio on the Bennett because he was going to be my pick anyway. So I'm going Leclerc to Bennett. Um, I just he doesn't have any luck at this track, so I'm I got to stick with him to take to go out.
0: I forgot about the castle section incident. <laughs> That's true. I am stupid. <laughs>
2: And- I am stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see here. My in it, I'm going to go with Botas. Mm. Grab me some points, but not be like too obvious. Yep. And then my win it, I'm going to go opposite of Antonio. I think they do bring upgrades and I think they're there, but I think Hamilton gets it done. Get it done, man. Y'all Ham have jam.
3: Yeah, y'all have lined your points up on the old Mercedes train. We will see. Man,
1: the points—at least the points for this game—are going to be violently different <laughs> going into next week. Love <laughs> I, to
3: see. Well, you
2: got to remember, yeah. I was the last one to go. I didn't have much to choose from. Ah, oh, there's plenty. Oh, of you've had a lot to choose there. from. Come
3: on, now.
2: And uh, I you f- took the, I'm shocked. The low lying root stayed around as long as it did. Levi. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The bad thing is uh,
3: Antonio's going to be dead last next week, so we'll All see right. how that so, goes. All right, so how about this? Sorry starting no, this
1: week, low-point scorer gets to go first next week. Oh. I was just
0: going to say, we just rotate who goes first, so like now we just go down to Dave, starts next week, then Levi, then Norman. Yeah. Fine with that, too. If you have any suggestions, hit us up on Discord. <laughs> Put your Bennett in it and win
2: it in the Discord. Let actually, I know actually a little, you know what? I know it's a Since... little late for this, but I was thinking that if you pick a Red Bull to... Bennett you get double points I would like that yeah of course what you would what
0: is this what is this <laughs> no, yeah, of course
1: no extra points Dave, no we extra talked before the episode no, we're best friends screw, screw <laughs> them bonus points <laughs> yeah, you guys stay out of this <laughs> yeah. good job Norman how about, how about <laughs> bonus Even straight boys how about <laughs> bonus
0: point if your in it driver gets fast to slap
1: oh,
3: we may have to talk about that one that one would be That's that would be really one. hard to get that would be That's really hard fine. to get do it. That's One fun, on. and Do even it.
0: more, yeah. even more points if the Bennett guy gets it. If the Bennett guy you know gets what? it, you get five points.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm in it. If you're in it, driver gets fastest lap. I'm in for a bonus. Yep, I'm down with that. that tight. Who, who gets? i, I get zero we X. might
2: have a chance for our Bennett to actually get fastest lap this week. This is true. What yeah. if a uh, good no, Bennett be like the, with two laps right, to go? You get,
0: you get a bonus point if they get zero X this week too. <laughs> hey, if y'all <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> hey,
2: anybody listening,
3: if you've got any, uh, you know, better ways to score and what you might want to see, let us know. Let us know. But yeah, that's the, uh, that's, it's going to be fun. Can't wait. Can't wait.
1: I love this Grand Prix. It's going to be fun to watch no matter what. We're definitely going to see carbon fiber flying in the air. Yeah. It, every year at Baku, we see carbon fiber, Actually, fiber in the Actually, did you
2: know this is the least, I don't know what word to use. Out of all the street courses, this one has less wrecks
1: on it. I believe that because 80% of it is a a rectangle.
2: Yeah. But. And when they wreck, I mean,
1: but when they wreck though.
2: Actually, they don't wreck that bad because the major wrecks in the past year that have happened were Schumacher at, um, Saudi Arabia, car ripped in half. Schumacher at Monaco, car ripped in half.
1: well, I don't know how to respond to that but i hope that i hope that everyone goes home safe like we said last week this weekend but haku is going to be lit i think
3: or show i guess that moves us into india barber this weekend more open wheels yes more open we would love wheels. to see it norman you know how you got the old lockdown on all info on that deal in fact I how's think your backyard norman yeah i think you're going
2: Yes, um, like we always talk, Barber is in my backyard. Literally the past few weeks, they've been running testing for this, not the big guys, but the smaller series have been testing out there every weekend. So I cook breakfast to race cars every morning. That's not a bad look. No, no. Life is hard. Oh yeah. Um, so yes, this is going to be the children's of Alabama Indy Grand Prix this year. Um, which is a little close to my heart. Uh, My family is big into the Racing for Children's organization that works directly with the Children of Alabama um, Hospital here in Birmingham. So it's going to be a really big weekend for us. Um, If you're looking, interested in it, um, I would suggest you to go check out Racing for Children's. They do a lot um, with the... Children's, um, organization with cancer and blood disorders. So they'll, um, and every year they run two cars in the IMSA Porsche cup, which unfortunately for the second year, I, we will not see at Barber's this year. But yeah. yeah, but the organization, um, is big enough and is, done enough that last year um I actually put handprints on this car and put the racing for children's logo on the car and ran for them last year at the track but with the back to the Porsche Cup they will do um honorary crew chiefs so they have two cars that run and they actually take the children to the tracks with the cars and each car has two honorary crew chiefs. And the child will spend the whole weekend with the drivers and the cars. Um, their last race they were just at was Long Beach, which their one of their cars did win Long Beach. Um so it's it's a very cool organization. I hope to have more coming through the podcast after this weekend with it with a couple of interviews with some of the um, people inside the organization to help get better information out to the public, but to get on with the racing, uh, we will have the, the Big Dog IndyCar series out here this weekend. It is a very enjoyable race to go to. Normally the racing can get very boring around the track because the track is a very technical track and not a it's not like most of the tracks you see where they can get the draft and use it. There's, n- They don't have a long straightaway. It's only a 2.3-mile track, and they're doing it in almost under a minute, a lap. So not a lot of time to, to pass there. Um, but coming with them, we're going to have the USF Juniors coming here. We're gonna have the Porsche Sprint Challenge of North America Cayman and GT3 Cups. We'll be here with them. That's sweet. The, the Radical Cup will be here, and then the Indy NXT Series will be here for, um, which is what everyone knows is the um, Indy Lights series. Are used to That's be known as Indy That's all going on this weekend. Yes.
1: Like. And so the Radical Series is the SR10s, right? Yes. Oh man, that's going to be so cool. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of racing for a three-day weekend.
2: Yeah, so it starts literally gates open at 8 a.m. and you'll come to the track and you'll actually be walking into the very end of the USF Juniors qualifying number two on Friday af- Friday morning. Like. Wow stuff will start Thursday but the gates will not be open till Friday um so yes that will all be going on this weekend we um and we'll all finish up at 2 p.m with the IndyCar series on Sunday so I'm very excited I am taking work off Friday so I can. at the track all day friday that's my favorite time to do the walk around uh i'll be walking through the paddock trying to grab interviews with drivers and stuff so we might have some good hopefully we'll get some interviews and have some live feed from not live but interviews from some indycar drivers and maybe some indy lights drivers drivers too to go along with our racing for children's interviews so I would suggest y'all tune in on Sunday to watch the race. And if you have Peacock, I think you'll get the Indy Light series race also.
3: Yeah, that that is a lot of racing, like Dave was saying. <laughs> um, that's a lot, dude. Yeah. That's a full because that's that's a full weekend. When man. I went down to Austin for the F one race, they didn't they have that many series. They had the uh uh Ferrari, um, some kind of Ferrari Cup. And then they had the Porsche um,
2: cup that was whistled. That was it? I might be misspeaking, but I don't think I am. I think in the past, this is probably one of the lightest schedule I've seen for Barber. Wow. Wow. That's impressive
3: that they can host all that, honestly.
2: Because they normally That's have cool. the indie Pros out there with them. And then... um. The MX Cup used to come and the M-Suporsha Cup used to come. So, but yeah, that's awesome, man. It's fun. It's a great race. Um, there's a great weekend. I would suggest anyone in the area. Um, I know they're close to selling out. I would get your tickets now. Come on. It's, you can't go wrong. I think we are supposed to have a lot of weather this weekend too, which could make things interesting unfortunately but it still sounds like with the weather that they're going to sell out this weekend
3: yeah oh i bet
2: they do with that many
3: i mean how could, <laughs> if you're anywhere, norman i'm not going to make it yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> if you're anywhere
3: in that area though i mean why would you not go no and That's the, a lot of different levels of racing and
2: That's the cool. facility is gorgeous and they have so much to do in the fan zone um Friday, if you just get a ticket for Friday, you get a pit pass for you get a paddock pass for free. That's so crazy. The whole paddock's open to the public Friday. Um Saturday and Sunday, you have to pay for them. I really don't go over there Sunday just because it's it's hard. I will say this last year, I don't know if I'll be this lucky that I was. But for one of the indie practices, I was in the paddock when the racing for children's organization was passing by to go watch practice from pit lane behind Islet's pit box and I got called to go with them and got to go into the, watch them do pit practice during their practice session.
1: That's so cool, man.
2: And I'm so happy that that organization is so active Oh, it, in. It's great. You would have thought I was one of the kids yeah. out there, but no, it's more about the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that's awesome, yeah. man. I'm so that's so cool. And and so Callum
2: Ilot is the I don't know if Ilot is going to be running a racing for children scheme this year. I he did last year for this race. I'll um I'll post it on our Discord channel once I find out more information. I try not to bother the organization too much with questions because I don't want the, you know, they're really busy this time of year. Um, So I'm, you know, I'll let you know if there's anyone out there running a scheme or anything, and I'll be posting pictures and video all weekend in the Discord channel also. Yeah, go check them out. Um, good, good, good
3: group of people Norman's talked about. On the backside, you know, they used to talk to us a lot about what they're doing, what they're about, and stuff. I know we've ran their their little sponsorship tags on our iRacing cars and stuff like that, which is cool. But uh, in the real world, they're they're doing things.
2: Yeah, they actually sponsored our whole um, iRacing IndyCar series. Yep, yep, um, which is really cool. So, yeah, please please check it out, and. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Uh, yeah, wow.
3: um, lap lap thirteen. Is it unlucky thirteen or lucky thirteen?
0: I guess we're gonna find it's out. Lucky. I think
3: it's gonna be lucky. I think our unlucky one was twelve. Well, unlucky twelve. I don't... See, I always I always liked thirteen. I always thought it was lucky thirteen. Who's thirteen in NASCAR now? I don't know. You I know it's unlucky. I know it's unlucky twelve. We know that for sure. Used to be a Geico thirteen. Right, now. Come on, it now. was it was in the yeah. Geico thirteen car. Chandler Smith. <laughs> Chandler Smith in the O13. Who's in the thirty one? Because it's got the same font as my thirty one in camping universe trucks used to be. Thought that was hilarious. Oh, that's why he sucks just as much. How
1: many questions? <laughs> <do you know? laughs> All right. Justin got Haley. Inspired. Yeah, Sean Ferrari spot. digs. <laughs> Man, you gotta wear a vest around here. <laughs> Justin Haley, the number 31 car.
0: Oh, actually, before we finally leave, I just want to touch. If you guys get the chance, I just want to say this because I'm from Canada and the coverage here is garbage. If you like endurance racing, IMSA posts and ELMS. So if you don't know, what that is the European Le Mans series. But ELMS and IMSA both post full race replays on their YouTube. And it is the most amazing thing ever. So if you love that stuff, please go there it's amazing totally awesome because I don't get to watch it on tv so them uploading it there is awesome I hope everyone hops on board with that IndyCar NASCAR F1 every well F1's accessible but you get what I mean if everybody did that it'd be awesome but definitely check it out if you love racing and you just want to throw it on on the side or even if you don't follow it like I do I, I don't really follow it so it's nice you can just pick it up whenever and watch something so recommend doing that if you haven't checked it out
3: don't forget uh, if you're out there looking for different things, we're on YouTube now. Um, look us up, Lab Zero Podcast. Give us a like, subscribe, and all those good things. Uh, comment there. Uh, join us. We've been talking about it all all uh, episode Discord, Discord, Discord. We can't say enough. It's a good community of people we're putting together. So come find us in the Discord. It's good things. Yeah, and of course, as always, check out. Um,
1: LeagueZero.net if you want to race with us on track. Also check out our buddies at uh, Team Goon Squad. Um That's TeamGoonSquad.com or their YouTube channel. That was our friend James East from a couple episodes ago. Um, we would love to see you in our Discord. Like we've been saying, we need more people. Um, we want to create some discussion. I feel like we could push these episodes in a certain direction with y'all's help. So please chime in. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to see you out on track, especially in iRacing. Come join us. Um, I think if we had enough interest, we would do some league zero slash lap zero or just lap zero races, um, where we could all get together and run Dega or do something fun. So we would love to see there.
3: Yeah. Cause I've never, I've never seen uh Dave on a an oval and I would love to push the shit out of him and see what, and watch him start screaming out If about. it's Dagger or Daytona where I just push the gas
1: and turn the wheel, it's pretty good. But as soon as I have to hit the brake in the stock cars, I'm trash, man. I want to yeah. see
3: Dave on a figure eight. Hey, I've never ran the figure eight, not one <laughs> what? time. What? Hey, oh, we man, man there. Back to, I have hey, Okay, we could do the fog bowl, too. Y'all remember the fog bowl? Oh, bowls? the fog oh, a oh, bowl. man. Nice.
2: Yeah, we'll I'll talk about oh, that more on the, uh, upcoming so, yeah, 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 I definitely when the rain comes out, I bet you we can really get a good fog bowl,
3: uh, oh <laughs> my god, yeah, that'd be fun, I'm down, I'll do whatever, let's
0: do it like, do it like Lime Rock or something too, a <laughs> horrible,